You're in tune to the Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Uh, turn the music up inside my session. These folks gotta hear my message. Bringing balanced black radio to the masses. Alright everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox broadcast, bringing the balance back-to-back radio ever since 1998. Whether it's on your FM dial, internet radio station, favorite cultural website, or podcast app of choice, you got myself on the commentary and music mix, DJ Fusion. On the side, you have my co-host who does the same and is currently doing a little bit of beatbox action. Let me have him go ahead and introduce himself. Yes, indeed, the ladies, gentlemen, Saul Raw, Black Hawk, Chewbacca Stone, back in the zone, Fusebox Radio Show. Yes, indeed, with the soul and the rhythm, sending greeting out, greetings out and funk to the whole solar system station with the soul rhythm and the vision. Yes, glad you're listening, DJ Fusion. What, what is it? Um, doing good, doing good. We've had a whole rack of stuff going on we're going to talk about later on. And, um, yeah, I'm doing all right. Allergy-free currently in the D.C. Metro or DMV, as people call it. Radio right. show's doing pretty good. Radio show slash podcast, I should say, because we've been doing this podcast thing for a minute. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, we got a whole lot of them stuff to talk about, a whole lot of music to get into. So, let's go ahead and get right into that. For those who've been listening to us for a hot minute, thank you for listening. We deeply appreciate you and hope you continue doing so. For those who are new to the show, whether it's via a recommendation from somebody that you know or on the web or what have you, thanks for checking us out that way as well. We hope you stick around. Um, Basically, let me break down how we do the show. At the beginning, we do a bit of a promo spiel and some commentary on just various stuff that's on our mind, whether it's stuff that's happening to us personally, news things, so forth and so on. Then both myself and the Black Hawk get into the music mix action. So let's segue into part one of this thing. You can always check out what's going on the Fusebox Radio broadcast family via our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com, or FuseboxRadio.com, either or. Our official blog site is BlackRadioIsBack.com. Via social media, we're on just about everything but Snapchat, because I don't really know how the hell to use that presently. Um, We find a cool way of doing it. I'll let people know. But basically on Twitter, it's Fusebox Radio, Instagram, Fusebox Radio, YouTube, Fusebox Radio. Our official Facebook site is facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show. Just one straight word. Thanks to the new yeah, folks who've yeah. been hopping on to that. We um, definitely appreciate you and all of our joints in general. Um, yeah, my yeah. personal page is the one that's facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio. I'm going to be real blunt and honest. I'm going to search your page before I add you on to my personal page. Because I don't mind commentary and feedback and other stuff on my page. But I have had people who have been stupid before. And I'm one of those people. I have no qualms about social media. I will remove and block you. So I hope you have some interesting convo to bring. It's not about agreeing with me all the time. I could care less. But I am too old to tolerate dumb people on the internet. And I'm not even 40 yet. So I'm just um, letting folks know about that. Anyway, um... 
for this show and all the archives of um, our radio show for at least the past two plus years, you can go check us out by your favorite podcast service of choice, such as iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Acast, Player FM, Yarn FM, and plenty, plenty more. If you can't remember any of this stuff, just search for Fusebox Radio on your favorite search engine, you'll find us out. And if you like our show and you're on one of these services that has a rating system, please give us a rating. And if you want to be beat up about it, please do that as well. Whether it's four or five stars, you can do that on its own. You can write it up. All that type of stuff, just the way a lot of these algorithms work on these services, all that helps us out a little bit more in terms of getting to a bigger audience. And we really like that. So, um, thank yes, you all for thank you. Um, those jobs. And let's see here. Um, we've been doing a lot of things and we got a lot that's going to be going on. So I'm just going to break a little bit of that down real quick. There's still some other stuff we're doing in the background. I don't necessarily want to talk about, um, just yet. Shouts out to the folks over at, um, Moog Fest in Durham, North Carolina. I was over right. there during the past week, um, which was a music and, um, educational conference in our commentary we get more into how i felt about the overall things later and some nuances but overall i had a pretty cool time um shout out to the folks over at the broccoli city festival i was over there doing press um for that in dc uh, not too long before that um no that overall was cool you know what i'm saying got to see them different acts like right around the corner from where i live not even an hour away so that was on point. Let's see here. What else? What else? What else we got? Um, upcoming events. We're getting to that summer fall mode. So more of us are going to be in the mix where you can see people doing the music thing live and yeah, all yeah. of that. Um, I'm going to be over at Petworth Market on Saturday, June 18th for those folks in the DC metro area. Um, so right. during that particular, um, Mark, and I'm going to be out there from 11 to 1 playing a whole plethora of tunes or what have you for the local community shopping masses. On Sunday, June 26th, I'll be over at the Uprising Festival on Road Island Avenue. Um, Got lucky to be able to roll up to that for the second year. Be doing some music spinning on the main stage from 3 to 4 p.m., 1307 Road Allen Ave northeast these events i am mentioning which is also a cool thing are free so you can go and say hey to folks and not spend no money no doubt on september 10th um i don't have the exact time yet the schedule will be up soon um i'm gonna be one of the speakers over at the mid-atlantic podcast conference was going to be held over at the Holiday Inn, Philadelphia, South Swedesboro, around southern New Jersey, um, about 20 minutes away from Philadelphia, PA. Myself and a whole bunch of other cool people are going to be on um, speaking on various stuff and panels and what have you on um, various topics in podcasting. Um, we've been podcasting for damn near a decade now yep. and whatnot, and it's been amazing seeing the growth of the form as a independent um, media platform 
and yeah we're gonna talk a whole lot about different stuff at that and it's gonna be a really um dope event you can check out a detailed schedule registration rates which are rather affordable and things of that sort over at their website podcastmidatlantic.com and um finally as of right now on sunday october 30th 2016 the Fusebox Radio crew will be DJing once again on the course of the Marine Corps Marathon. No doubt, no One of the largest um, marathons in the world. Over 4,000 runners do this thing each and every year. I think we're going to be approximately around the same location. We'll be getting more details on that later on. But, um, yeah, we got the honor of being able to rock it out for the fourth year for the running masses and spectators. And as yep. time comes on, we'll keep, you know, telling y'all about these events. And we hope to see some more folks there every year. Um, I don't know. Maybe we just got blessed by the universe and or sheer luck and or whatever higher power you believe in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just get to have a fun corner of that of that event. The past oh, few wow. years have been in around the mile 20s. So you got people who are right around the end. They're trying to push and power through. Um, we're usually around various um, cheer groups and stuff like that. And anybody who's been through before know we tear it down. I'm I'm not being arrogant saying this. We we do good. We get the dance music and stuff hype. You know what I mean? So um Yeah, it's it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be fun. So some of the fuse box radio things that are happening and shall be jumping off soon. You can check out the official website for more updates on other things that are going on and happening. Oh and finally, um the Fusebox Radio Photography site is officially under FuseboxRadioPhotography.com. It has a brand new revamp and everything. Well, so for those folks who wanted to come through to their various events as press or one of just hire folks as um photographers to, to cover various stuff, you can go to FuseboxRadioPhotography.com and check out our work and reach out and we can try to see what folks can do on those ends um the press um hustle is going to be crazy the next few weeks because we're right now in the middle of music festival season food festival season um here in the states the political steez is crazy i'm pondering going to one of these third party political conventions i gotta see how my schedule works and whatnot because we actually got one invite to a joint and i just gotta really see if that's going to work out for me and whatnot but um yeah we're we're in the midst of a lot of stuff so y'all got something going on and we can you know talk some some decent biz let's make it happen um i know in august i'm actually going to try to go to new york for this particular um tattoo festival that should be interesting to take some pictures at and um whatnot that's gonna be during afropunk weekend too so i'm like hmm I might be hopping on that L I R R and the subway and the path at the same time. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. And um, there's also an event in Florida, which I actually need to talk to the Black Hawk about offline, where I'm like, this is an interesting invite we've gotten that's on the more grown side, but it fascinates me at the same time. And we got to see how the budget goes. But yeah, man, I will announce more of that type of thing as it goes along, too. And, oh, on the pictorial and the folks see me with a camera around the um, National Barbecue Festival in D.C. around Pennsylvania Avenue at the end of the month, say hey, because I'm going to be taking pictures and eating. No doubt, no doubt. I'll be eating everything but pork. So, you know, they had them, them grills out. It's real out there. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think I think it's Backyard Band is going to be performing one day. 
and um, some other people for fans who, uh, for fans of Go Go. So it's, it's going to be a thing. Um, no but yeah, man, that's um, like I said, been hectic. That's about it. Now um, we've been doing website updates. We got some other side things we're tightening up on, and um, yeah, we're just we're just in a happy go lucky busy fuse box radio mix so that's the yep. promo end and um yeah we haven't done a long-term show in a little bit because of all of this stuff plus the aspect that um both myself and the black hawk had to take a little vacation break because yes, indeed, um yes, we're still human <laughs> you know what i'm saying and yeah and then i took a vacation and i had a birthday during my vacation so of course i had to go back to Jersey and New York and We had to apply for his ARP was... card too, guys. So, you know. No, he's not that old. Just wanna let y'all know. <laughs> I'm just being smart. And now nah, it's beautiful. I feel better than I've ever felt more secure and more understanding. I know more about God than I have ever known. Uh just know just more things in general. So I'm a better human being, more better human being, well rounded. As honest as I was when I was a child. And most of us are more honest as children. So I'm I'm good. I'm good. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's it, the things that could be better, you know, it, it, it can be, can get better. You know what I'm saying? You know, I haven't been to the, you know, I've prayed to create a most, I haven't been to the doctor for nothing. You know, outside of maybe some scrapes and bruises, you know, I haven't, you know, and, and I thank God for that. Yes, indeed. And of course, you know, New York is New York is so New York is so beautiful. When I say that, I'm not necessarily talking about the the the, the limelight or the the or the of the uh, uh or the uh the nightlife, you know what I'm saying? Or the street life, you know, which is you know in the upper echelons, historically it's always been an upper echelon. But I'm just talking about just the regular regular aspect of New York or the esoteric aspect. And uh, just to be able to, you know, just meet, meet, running into the old school, some of the elders on 125th Street and the vendors and just the vibe, you know what I'm saying? You know, New York is like a temple for certain people because there's certain people that can go there. They can congregation of certain souls, certain energies, you know, still a good place to buy records if you do that. But, you know, excellent place to buy books. No doubt. You know, not even, you know, you know, just... You know, I ran and just that ran this old school white boy from the and 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 and, and um Royal Manhattan, old school white man who was yeah man they arrested me for selling this shit I'm selling. And, you know, I had bought some old Transformers and old uh, old um, uh, old soul move old old Richard Roundtree move not Richard Roundtree but um I forgot the Fred Williamson um one of his old movies I think the Soul of Niggas Charlie. Part two of Legend of Nigga Charlie. You need to lend that you know, to me, by the way. Cause I didn't even know that joint had a part two. I didn't even know it did too, and I realized there's certain samples on there that I know have been used, and I didn't realize that till I bought it. But just you know, that you can get in New York, and just the, the right across from him was this bookstore, and I ran into books and ran into this book that talked about Mars and you know more faces on Mars and more aspects to Mars and. You know, that is old, that's, that was, that this, which is older news, but it's just, you know, not necessarily known. And there's definitely life outside of Earth, no doubt about it. But yeah, but, you know, that New York is, you know, and that's, that's, and, and it was beautiful, you know, just to be, you know, have a breather period. And, you know, 
and you know, it, 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 but anyway, yeah, no doubt. But um, big up, big up, just big up to everybody. No doubt, no doubt. Well, the Blackhawk was doing his travels. Um, I did my thing in New York. Uh, and I saw New New eh, North Carolina again for uh, Moog Fest, and the week afterwards, I was cooling out with um some fam up in Bermuda, and that was a whole new thing for me. Like. I am a complete newbie about boats. I never went on a boat before. Or a big boat. <laughs> and um, I actually enjoyed it. I didn't get, like, seasick or nothing. So that was all good. And I got to see, you know, a different part of... Not even necessarily... I'll say the islands, because it's not the Caribbean officially. Which I didn't know about till you know, they give you the little touristy talk. And um, I didn't know that. what have you. Yeah, and um, it was a fascinating trip partially because everything was very new to me and um, i think most islands and stuff it's really really pretty just even looking at like actual blue water like when i was a kid and i saw those commercials back in the day i thought they were lying like hell about the water being that blue and being able to look down and see stuff because growing up in the maryland dc metro and later going to jersey new york that water ain't blue on no beaches let's keep it 100 <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's not so you know, seeing that and, you know, the pink sand and seeing, you know, the, the city part and the country part of um that area, being able to take a little time besides doing the boat trip there and back was cool. Um, and learning some of the history was cool because for people who might not be familiar, when you go on these trips, you know, they give you a the little spiel about the area you're about to get off the boat on for a day or two and all that type of stuff. And um, my history dork never turned off. That's inside of me. And when I heard they were talking about, yo, they didn't even get self-ruled till 1981 from the British, I'm it's like, um, 1981, like, I was a smooth, about three years old <laughs> when that happened. You know what I'm saying? And um, that part already kind of had me like, hmm. And I think people who don't understand, like, quote-unquote, com- commercialized islands, not all of it is that way, but they don't like that type of thing, might not necessarily be the craziest about Bermuda. But, um, you know, I go there and see stuff. I go to the um national, which is actually a dope museum, the national um Brit- the national um historical museum of Bermuda, and um, I ran to an elder um black cat over there, and they're telling me a lot of their personal history with it, and they were telling me like about everything from um how various people of color were treated there to the point where they got to self rule partially because there were race riots and all of that like I was saying on my Facebook I think one of my secret superpowers wherever I go is that somebody wants to tell me about a city which I don't mind maybe because I just have natural curiosity face and or this tourist nonsense is kind of some bullshit face but okay I'm just going to still explore and you know see what's good because the part of downtown they show you of um, Bermuda um, the area that's called Hamilton it's definitely rich people city area and I mean, there's nice stores and other stuff. And I mean, it's very picturesque and nice and all that. But I'm like, this ain't how everybody lives in this piece. Let's stop the lies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So being at the History Museum and talking to um, one of the cats over there when I was looking at um some displays, because they have outdoor and indoor portion of it, it was like, oh, huh, learn something new every day. And I didn't even expect that. And then, you know, the regular touristy stuff that happens. I see why people like cruises now. Because I kind of sort of understood. But I'm like, you get... You constantly can eat damn near anything you want on a cruise. Most of it is comped as a part of your fee. They got all types of shopping crap there. 
you wake up and the second if you get a window and you open your window you see a great view beds is dumb comfy and honestly the people who work on the cruise ship are probably some of the hardest working people i've ever seen because you got to maintain having something that's damn near 14 stories or that that's tall as hell well, you don't really realize how big a damn cruise ship is until you walk up to it you have something that big that floats on the water relatively smooth people constantly making up your bed constantly serving food damn near 14 hours out of the day taking care of stuff that you need all of that those are some hard working people yo well, them some hard working folks like even people like people who work at the restaurant i'm like i don't know how y'all live because you got to prep for all these hungry mofos eat every day well, and be nice like i've done customer service before. i don't know if i could be as damn nice as cruise ship people could be <laughs> you know but um it, it was cool I it was cool i mean you know like having certain experiences um yeah, man, it was interesting. It was interesting. So got to cool out a little bit on that end. Jersey, New York, I'll be seeing y'all next month or two for various things. Partially right. work, partially vacates. It's been a little bit since I've been up there. And I have Bermuda liquor, so I had to see my girlfriend at least. And be like, we got some Bermuda liquor now. We got, we got to sit back and sip some of this during the barbecue because it's barbecue season. Officially summertime we record in. And your girl don't drink a whole lot, but when I do drink, I drink good stuff. Oh, Obviously, no. at that stage of life, like I, I don't drink alone. If it's not, if it's the most I'll drink alone is a beer, and that's rare. So, oh, no. you know, when it's hard liquor time, it's it's quality. I'm too old to drink Everclear and like bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I work hard, I'm going to drink something that goes down smooth and ain't going to kill me. But anyway, nah, it's funny that you, you know. It's funny that you brought up liquor because I had got up with some of my people from high school people from back in the day in Jersey. And uh, I kind of wanted to stay away from liquor, but of course around my people. I had a little bit because I wanted to see where my body was. Mm-hmm. I hadn't, hadn't, you know, drank in a minute. And um, and I had something to eat, and I only had a little bit. It was some white liquor, though, but it was a little bit. When I say little bit, I'm talking like less than a you know, like a uh, quarter cup of, you know what I'm saying, if you want to put it in cups or in that type of style measurement. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, it just wasn't, it just wasn't working for me. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I, I was it. like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's all good, though. I, not, that's not for me to say whatever rant on that, but I, you know, I tried, you know, people want to chill. People want to chill. Chilling is about knowing your limits. Though. You know what I'm saying? And if if your body's like, hey man, the most you're gonna have is a little dash, and that's it. You just have your <laughs> dash. Like me, I can't drink a damn thing, not even beer, without no food on my stomach. I don't have that constitution. Like my friends aren't hard drinkers, but they will drink some some rough stuff. It'll be high quality stuff, but it it will be like, oh, you're gonna get a little bit <laughs> after a minute. It's like, yeah, let's get the full plate first, cause um, I'm too old to be earling. I really am. No doubt. The, no doubt. The three, the three mean, to four times I've done it in my life, in my entire life, were horrible. And Mary is no fan of hangovers. So, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, <laughs> if, it, if we're going to have a little bit of this rum or tequila or whatever else, I need a plate. Once we get that plate, once my stomach feels good, we'll do a little test drink, see how one feels, because I'm very about, I'm stopping after I feel a certain way. And, you know, it's all good. But anyway, y'all have heard us talk about personal stuff, which we had to because we haven't done it in a while. Y'all have heard us talk about our booze tolerances. So 
if you want to get us booze, get us good booze, but we ain't going to drink a whole lot of it at one time. <laughs> and, um, oh, speaking of booze from um, Bermuda, shout out to this, um, God, I think it's, I got, I got that downstairs. There was this particular drink I had down there that makes ginger beer and rum. Um, oh, called wow. the Darkened Story. I'm surprised I never had it as many West Indians that I know and other island folk. But um, that joint was good. Oh, wow. That joint was good. So if if y'all do the, get good quality ginger beer though, can I have some great ginger beer down there? Like yeah. that, that ginger beer that kicks in the back of, back of your tongue, but it, but it still has a nice sweetness to it. Um, Gosling's I think is the name. Gosling's ginger beer was what I had down there. It's Gosling's ginger beer and Gosling's dark rum, and they mix it a certain way. That joint was banging. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't gonna do that with that D and G ginger beer that you get from like the corner store. That's like all corn syrup and ginger flavoring. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like the real like when they make it fresh, it is off the hook. It's very nutritional. Mm-hmm. Very nutritious. I mean, good ginger beer is dope in general. Cause I had some of that stuff when I was down there. I was like, man, listen, I could drink this all day and be happy. I don't even really drink fizzy stuff like that no more. But um, anyway, again, we've, we've got all of that. And um, yeah, that's a little portion of our Black American Lives from DJ Fusion and um, the Black Hawk. Now, um, let's get into a few news joints. We're only going to do a few because I think some of this is going to get a little in-depth with some conversation before we get into the music. And our timing is good, so I want to keep that rolling. Um... Yeah, man. Um, 2016 is rough, man, for uh, a lot of our um, celebrities and elders who are passing away. Um, as um, old folks say, we all have our time and place, but there's time just like, damn, what on earth is going down? We talked about um, Prince passing um, during yeah. our last show, and now we've unfortunately had the passing of a multifaceted great um, in the realms of sports and civil rights and being just a warrior for peace in general, um, the formerly known as Cassius Clay, known to everybody um, as Muhammad Ali. Well, now. He passed yeah, away at 74 years old. As of broadcast time, we do not have the particular cause, even though he had been fighting Parkinson's disease for quite some time at least the past i say 20 to 30 years it's been that um muhammad ali man um from a personal standpoint one of the reasons why my stepfather back in the day got to the nation of islam and later on sunni islam was because of being influenced by muhammad ali and stuff my um stepfather may he rest in peace was a very 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 big fan of uh, Muhammad Ali, I remember when the, we when we were Kings documentary dropped, like that was it. It was like, and we are going to the movies, and we're going to make this a thing. And there was stuff I knew about him because again, my stepfather was a fan of his and just a fan of boxing in general. Later on, I learned the other stuff. And um, Ali, I think, was very influential for Fast of Black America. Because it was a particular time, especially if you were famous, people didn't want you to rock the boat in anything. You know what I'm saying? You were supposed to be good with just being the top black dude or the first. 
for white America in certain ways that are very similar to, to today, unfortunately, even in 2016. You had this black man, literally the grandson of a slave, get into boxing um, first as an amateur, then, you know, did his thing in the Olympics and later on, you know, went ahead and got various um, boxing championships and um, all of that. I mean, the man literally only lost five professional fights. And two of those were after he retired and um, what have you. You had a man who just didn't say, I'm not beat for certain things in white America at the time in terms of basic surface civil rights stuff, which, of course, were definitely major back in that day in the 60s and 70s. He publicly changed his religion, changed his name, and rolled with a black nationalist religion and movement with the NOI, or again, Nation of Islam. We're talking about a time where you had a lot of black folks who they're like, yo, you shouldn't associate with those guys. No doubt. You know, you should just calm down and be the, the big happy boxer dude or whatever. When you have people who were trying to to mush him out the box just for doing that, that's before he protested against um being drafted for the Vietnam War. No where no. they took away his championships and gave him some jail time. And he was just like, fuck it. I'm I'm a man. I ain't about that. I'm not going over there to fight people who ain't do nothing against me. No doubt. You know, one of the things I think we had to remember with Ali was he personified a certain type of not just black manhood, but black personhood that is constantly denied to black Americans and blacks in the diaspora. We're supposed to be workers. We're supposed to be put into a particular box as entertainers and other types of things, as sexual objects and all that. Ali was like, not just like, I'm a man, but I'm a proud man. And I don't need to be shy about it. I have these beliefs, and I don't got to be quiet about it. Y'all are going to have to deal with it. Like, I'm dope on this level, and I'm dope on other levels. I made this sport better, and me being me forced parts of this country to become better. Because one of the ironic things people had to remember is that a lot of the things Ali did, he got um, a lot of pressure, including from um, the FBI at the time. People spying on Ali and people finding out about that and other things were part of the thing that actually exposed Cointelpro to the world. Due to people, you know, bugging stuff and doing various various things and later on in his life he went to all different parts of the world fighting and promoting for peace even while he was physically getting ill no doubt um Ali was truly a man's man and we mean this in the best way not in the machismo way or the superficial way or the way that has been personally fucking with me a lot when people say that Ali quote-unquote transcended race now myself and the black cops talked briefly about this when he passed away but I'm going to, to say this a little bit I hate that fucking phrase I hate that phrase because it's always used towards a person of color when they get sick or when they die for one and it's always a way of trying to erase them being proud of being who they are which includes their race and ethnicity 
People didn't like Muhammad Ali for a long ass time. Quite a few people. Because he was not the, the quote unquote good black man. He wasn't a good black person who just did what people wanted to do and kept it moving. He pushed a ton of boundaries. And the way it got, it's a little fucked up that he had to get sick for people to even pretend that they cared about him, that he was all of a sudden this great all-American dude. No doubt. Like, he had to become, for some people, less physically intimidating or not able to be as quick-witted and intellectual on the outside level to people. To me, I find that to be deep. And I also don't like the phrase that transcends race because they don't want that particular thing to influence other people. They don't want you to look at, they want you to be like he was a cool athlete, not that he was a cool athlete who was proud of being black and was telling other people they need to be proud of being black too. Or being proud of being themselves. Or to be like, I'm not accepting everything society says it's going to. I've never heard anybody say about a white person who died that, oh, they were great, they transcended race. I don't know if you have, sir, but I've never heard that shit before. Like, transcends race is almost like we like this part of a black person when they're neutralized and or dead, so we're going to take them on now. And we're going to try to define who they are. People talk, about Martin, people talk about Martin Luther King transcended race. Yeah, he tried to, then y'all shot him. Because he just wanted basic humanity to be acknowledged as a human being and for others to be acknowledged as human beings who deserve chances, too. Same with a cat like um, Ali. A lot of these cats made sacrifices that helped make our world better. And no let's not use the phrase transcends race to try to make everything see. That's that's like post-racial to me. They're both bullshit-ass phrases. And anybody no who uses that, including somebody who's black, can go fuck themselves. So <laughs> far as I'm concerned, because my, ra- my race is nothing to transcend. It is a part of me. It is a part of no my doubt. humanity. And black Americans in particular, black people in general, but black Americans in particular, always have to think with people act like you're supposed to be ashamed of being black and you are somehow an evil rebel if you proclaim you're proud of being black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm not beat for that. So with Ali, he was a great man in general. He was definitely a great black man. He was definitely a great black American. He was a great athlete. He was a great warrior for peace. But that man did not transcend race. If anything, if you want to get on some old, I, I don't want to get all hotepi and shit, but, you know, everybody says from science or whatever that folks descended from Africa, right? He was one of the ultimate human beings on this world who used his abilities as a athlete and entertainer to not just do that but to really utilize that to, to fight for bigger and better things and we have a lot of celebrities don't even try to bother doing that anymore you got a lot of celebrities who don't even bother trying to be beyond the surface anymore who are black but but, but you know but Ali but yeah let me go ahead Zai. yeah yes indeed but um Ali will be will be remembered by everybody and I think that you didn't hear much from him, so it's like almost like he's still around. You know, you just heard that he has passed on, so it's like almost he's still here. Mm-hmm. And my memories of Ali coming up were were in a house that was mostly men in it. You know, my brothers and my father and um, my mother. And um, Ali was a household name, household word, phrase that I remember coming up, 
know, people like Ali and Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain, Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, some names just came up a lot because of, you know, what they put into the sport or whatever. She said, oh, Fusion already said a lot, so I'm trying to put in things that relate more for what a black man would think. Um, Ali was clearly the model for for black masculinity. Only other person that black American men can look for is probably Malcolm X. That matches that. Um, And probably, yeah, and probably the best examples of that that came out of the nation of Islam also. But Ali, if you compare Ali, and it's not always good to compare, but if you compare Ali to the people of his era, he was, you know, he was, you know, great amongst his era, and he was great amongst people who were after his era. You know what I'm saying? And everybody after Ali. And see, the funny thing is about the peoples of his era is that they weren't influenced by Ali like the people after him. And so, of course, everybody who came after Ali was influenced by Every man who didn't have their father in their house, whatever man that they knew wasn't, that, that knew their mother or was in, around them and affecting them was influenced by Ali. Ali affected every, you know, that affected the personhood of humanity in the sense of women can look to that. But as far as on the, on, for black men, because, I mean, he was, an, he was an African-American, not from Africa, not from the Caribbean. I mean, our descendants, our ancestors from that, but immediately from African-American. So he couldn't really have been anything else but an African-American. And a lot of people might not like me saying that. And I'm not mean to be mean. But... Based upon the history and how things are and the evolution of how black people are and the movement of the sun east to west, black people in the west are, are, are a special bunch. And Ali, like Michael Jackson and other people who've come up in America are a part of that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, Ali was like that during that era, you know, during the era before people were voting. You know, Ali was flamboyant black man, probably as cash as cake. That was before voting. So, you know, Negroes were still getting lynched in the U.S., and Ali was like that. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? You know, one thing that I remember, one, I just remember my father and my brothers talk about Ali because they were older, so I remember the stories about Ali because I was too young to, to have bear witnesses. But I remember... I remember when my family lived at Harlem. When my family lived in Harlem, I remember a story being relayed by my father about Negroes in the street yelling Ali's name after a fight. It was just like, just like no, like niggas in the street, Ali, you know. So, you know, you know, because everybody knows Ali kind of represents almost like a Christ figure, or almost like that figure that came up, you know, Christ came up along the Romans, and this is the modern ones of the day, in the sense of gave people the hope to be able to deal with, you know, uh, um, the pressures of, you know, of, of, some, of, 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 of a system that at times is oppressive and repressive. And so, um, you know, it, it's very similar in that regard. Give people hope and, you know, um, you know, and not necessarily to fight physically, but in the sense of just a hope and will of spirit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Ali was that, you know. I mean, you know, and as, you know, and, and, and not even to sound mean, but 
as great as all the other people who died, you know, Ali was greater than them this year. All the people that died, Ali was greater than them. And that is so Ali was like one of them once-in-a-lifetime type people. You know what I'm saying? You know, probably, you know, for those who remember him and those who, who you know, were alive when he was alive still, because he generated a, a energy force just when he was here, you know. All his daughters is good looking. All of them, you know. But um, now it's not too much. Oh, one other thing I want to say about Ali is I remember some somewhere me seeing something about this old some old. Um, actually, two more things. Ali was a was a good natured human being. Not big. Not not all big, strong, powerful dudes are good natured human beings. I remember the one of these cats on the radio in D.C. playing something about Ali saying, "If I had him beat, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really want to." Keep you know beating up, beating up on him, you know, and just punishing the man. You know, I already had him beat, you know, and you know that that's a certain mentality. That's not you know that's a sport sportsman as opposed to bloodlust, you know. And but the other thing, you know, but you know, he I think that that was which attracted him into the nation as well. You know that good natureness. They didn't make him good natured. He was already a good natured human being. So I think that's what what attracted him. And uh, also, I remember seeing this um, somewhere. I saw this some um, clip with him and Customata, his former trainer. And Cus was still young, and young, more younger than he was when you know at least you know, he trained Tyson, Mike right? Mike Tyson era. Okay, yeah, yes. I thought so. Okay, but he was originally with Ali, and I remember seeing this one where they both had shirts and ties on, you know, slacks, and both had church shoes on, both of them, and they started sparring. They started, you know, play boxing for those who don't know what that means. It was one of the more one of the more beautiful moments of Ali that I had ever seen. It showed Cuss, who was an older man who wasn't supposed to look good, you know, with Ali in his prime, but he looked good, old old Italian white man with they were sparring together and it looked it was just such a thing of beauty and the way they were going back and forth and you know you know, Cus was getting with him as an older man, but of course his trainer, but was getting with him, and it just was beautiful. It was beautiful, and um, and um, I think just something that just whatever stuck out in my mind or whatever, whatever. I remember seeing that, and also it wasn't until I got a DVD from this brother in DC. I think it's a new independent film by Omar Shabazz Films about Oh My God, Master Farad, and they show clips in that about Ali and Ali's connection with um um or his uh, connection with uh, Sam Cooke, which I didn't really know about in his friendship with um, Malcolm X, you know. So you saw three real black men, you know, you know who are widely known in the media uh, together at one time. You know what I'm saying? You don't always see that on television. You know what I'm saying? You know the revolution will not be televised. You know. You know, a lot of times you don't, you know, you don't, and you don't really see them type of Negroes on TV since, you know, but, but, you know, a lot of those type of cats haven't, you know, but anyway, anyway, you know, those are examples to look to in the sense of, you know, for, 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 for black men and for black people. And, um, um, definitely, you know, um, we want to thank God for a person like Ali. No doubt. And, um. The man literally and, came uh, from next to nothing, and and he truly lived a life. He lived a life. Yes, yes, he did. And he he's a, he also goes to show you also that you can never be too proud or boastful about achievements. Who gonna do out? Who gonna do out? Um, Ali. Who gonna outdo Bill Russell? Twelve championships. 
And then his last two, he was player coach. Who go out do that? You know what I'm saying? It don't matter if the league, if the rules was different during Bill's era, but who go out do that though? In the new era, who go out do that? So it's like, in the end of the day, you know, like you had to be humble because there were certain cats that were so great that, you know, what you say is just like, whatever, whatever, just to, to, to push one's chest out to make one feel whatever, whatever. Some of the greatest niggas was humble and they surpassed you more than double. So it's like, you know, or did, or there's some did rich niggas in entertainment. Um, and, and the thing is, there's some rich niggas in entertainment that got way more money than him, but don't, would net would not go to the, would not go, would, would, would don't have the balls to say what he said to align himself with those people publicly and go to jail for what he went to for. No doubt. And actually, um, I'm just going to really quickly give um, prayers and condolences to his friend, family, and fans because what you said segues perfectly into something I wanted to talk about. And um, that was when I was in um, Durham, North Carolina, for um, this joint, uh, for the Moog Fest joint. Yeah. They had um, various panel tracks on Afro, Afro, Afrofuturism and what have you, which were interesting. But yeah. one of the things that rubbed me personally the wrong way was that, with the exception of one or two people, one who ironically calls himself hieroglyphic being, a really cool producer from um, Chicago, and what have you, right. for people who like the um, house and Technoween type stuff, is that, and this is not me saying that these are horrible human beings or anything like that, because I did not get those vibes. It's very weird to see a lot of famous people, especially when they're surrounded by more people who don't look like them. There were very few black people at this event for various reasons. Um, it's very weird to see people try to be there like, I'm here because I'm black, but I can't necessarily... Feel I don't nec- I don't necessarily feel comfortable about being loud about yeah I'm black and y'all are here because you're trying to get some of this shine <laughs> you're trying to get some of this information you're trying to get some of this vibe because this is not something that just happens at Moog Fest this is happening at other events I've been at too where and again this is just me it, it might be the Black Hawk I don't know I go to some of these events and they will have various famous black folk black folk who i'm just here like y'all make more money than probably everybody in this arena right now you're living pretty comfortably yet you seem scared to touch certain subject matter or to get into certain things nobody's saying got to be all combative and wear red black and green all day and onks and like be loud and be there like y'all are a low life form or some shit who the fuck wants to hear that all fucking day but at the same token it's like you shouldn't like fucking you you can't always be neutral as a black person in America because we're not accepted as even being people by a lot of folks. Like um when I was on vacation, um the only news channel we were unfortunately able to get was headline news and CNN. And they had that joint about the um I don't know if you had saw this um Black Hawk that joint about the um the, the um gorilla that got killed. No, I didn't. Okay. Um, this gorilla got killed in the zoo because um this um this this young boy fell into um into its um habitat and they did, they were like if we tranquilize it it might end up attacking the boy so they kill it right and the second people found out that this boy had black parents it was over some people because yeah folks were just there like well they should be punished this that and the third this poor rare animal got killed i'm like look i don't have kids but if you've ever been around small kids little kids can run away fast as hell and get into some nonsense 
And while I respect nature and animals can be big and majestic and all of that, if it's between my child or a child I know and a, and a gorilla, the gorilla got to die. That's just how oh, it got to wow. go. But people all of a sudden got dumb racial with it. Where it's like, well, you know, they, they should have got killed too and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Is this a conversation people are having right now? You know what I mean? And the little bit of time I was on the internet because I saw people like going back and forth on Facebook and I'm like, I don't got time for this and I'm not using my data plan to see people babble about this on some international rates. It's one of those things I look at and I'm like, this is how much people look down on black folk. It's always somehow an animal has more of a life rate than a human being. You know what I mean? With black Americans, as much as we have stuff going on of like, the various movements, including the recent, you know, Black Lives Matter vibe, people bringing up police brutality and all that. People have cried more over that damn lion that got killed in Zimbabwe by some poachers than black people who ain't do shit and got killed. Oh, no. Regardless of their background. And we cannot, we can't depend at all on celebrity for bringing on, carrying the entire burden of people. You can't really depend on people to do all of that. But it's very weird to have somebody like Muhammad Ali pass away, who, again, used their celebrity for bigger and better cause. You got some black folks who are there like, I'm even scared about talking about being black in America. Or that y'all are doing something wrong because that might fuck with my check. You're more scared of having a check in shortened than helping out your people, which helps out you in the long run. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it just really irritated me because I'm looking at these famous black producers and singers, I mean, like Janelle Monae was at that piece. Um, producers Christian and Rich were at that piece. Reggie Watts was at that piece. A, a bunch of folks. And I'm just here like, y'all are at this panel. And with the exception of one or two people, y'all are kind of dancing around some of the stuff people are asking and talking about. And again, it wasn't a total thing. Like, we have the audio of that particular panel up there. But it's one of those things I'm sitting at and I'm looking around at the audience and I'm looking at these folks. And you just kind of had to sit back and and look at things, you know. Like, we've had a past year or two, we had some black celebrities who didn't even want to talk about the shooting in Charleston where, where nine people got killed in a church, where nine black people got killed in a church, from teenagers to somebody who was, like, damn near 80 years old. By, by, by a crazy white dude who had manifestos online saying all this racist crap. And you have some celebrities say nothing about that. Not, not, not saying that you got to make big speeches, not even, but just saying that, wow, that's fucked up. Because it was fucked up. You know, you got to look at some of these black celebrities passing away who went through worse times, who lived through segregation times, who had backbone to say something. You got a lot of cats who don't say something now. Oh, I, no. I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird. And that's just a little example I have. Again, y'all listen to the panel audio we got up on um, the current feed right now, and, and y'all judge for yourself. For me, certain things just felt super strange about it. And um, also on the side note with some of these festivals, this is my suggestion, and I'm going to talk to the Black Hawk offline about something I want to try to do about this. More community folks need to be at these events. Now, music festivals oh, no. aren't necessarily cheap, and I know it costs a lot of money to get stuff done or whatever, but it was weird to me to go to Afrofuturism panels, um, one of which was actually really good with um, Janelle Monet and the director of her, of her upcoming film about um, these four black ladies who worked for NASA back in the day to get folks to the moon for the first time. Like, they worked on the mathematics oh, no. and engineering part. Fascinating story. Um, unfortunately, the audio for that got messed up. I wasn't able to post that up. 
but they were just telling about their struggle in terms of getting the movie done and getting the word out and just um hollywood and stuff in general and these ladies story and it was a really good joint but that panel and people who are on my personal facebook saw i'm like it's kind of weird for me to be up in this piece at an afrofuturism panel at nine in the morning on a saturday where world famous janelle monet is here talking hollywood folks are here talking and there might be 25 percent black people in this audience and um, i talked to you on the phone after that joint actually i'm like this is this this makes me feel weird and i ran to an older black cat downtown after i went to that panel i talked to them and they were like they didn't barely promote that event through any like community outlets much less black outlets and i thought that was deep like these events need to have more regular folks there especially when they have an educational aspect much less the music aspect and also if, if i can keep it all the way live and this is gonna be the last i talk about this before we get into like some quick um entertainment points because i really want to get into some music can i say i am fucking tired of going to hip-hop shows that are majority white people and they just seem to want to like pretend and pretend that they like hip-hop music and leeched off of black pain <laughs> I, and again this is me and this is not this is not a diss towards people who are genuine fans of stuff because music is universal people can like whatever the hell they want yeah. and i've seen people who like whatever the hell they want for me oh, no. especially in this era we have a lot of um trap hip-hop and southern hip-hop there was some very good acts at this joint, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Denzel Curry, shout out to um, Professor Nunes, yeah, shout out, of course, to the, the, the Jizza of Wu-Tang Clan and um, some other good folks who were there. Um, I don't like the aspect of, because a lot of trap is like some, some real pain shit, you know what I'm saying? Everybody doesn't necessarily have to like the music, but there's the party stuff, but there's like the, yo, this, the struggle is real type of stuff. And the C big crowds of white people almost seem happy to to like shout out these lyrics but i'm like do you really understand what the fuck they're saying you're just waiting for the beat to drop and to do your little i'm turned up dance i don't know maybe i sound like an old ass woman that shit annoys me it annoys me <laughs> the most genuine white folks who were at the particular hip-hop show i went to were the ones who saw jism at the end but wu-tang has a whole different era of fans a group of fans i think there's more of appreciation on an artistic level especially with a cat like jism who if we keep it 100 it's probably the more openly intellectual dude of the crew and um what have you besides um that's on the lyrical end but I, I don't know man i just don't like that i don't like the fact that black folks are great for entertainment are great to make you feel safe or post-racial but you can't even have these folks in your audience like that or 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 given the chance i should i should put that this way given the chance to be a part of such things i'm happy a bit like Bogfest even tried to have afrofuturism stuff there i actually met um one of the um brothers who helped set that joint up through them because it was the first year they had that particular event in durham but i don't know man just something just really makes me mad that access to educational portions of stuff seems to be severely limited like music festivals in general need to go ahead and at least have some scholarship program for for kids to go have some lower rates and and sell a certain amount of stuff out like like something like things like this shouldn't occur where you know booty collins performed at a part of durham but i I unfortunately wasn't able to make make it to that was a part of moog fest why didn't the black folks know about that 
unless they happen to be on the net and do something who lived in that area you know i i don't know i don't know like i'm I'm just a little tired of black folks being used as props for for people and whatnot but anyway anyway now what she's saying i just want to say briefly what she's saying i remember seeing that at um um events and clubs in new york in the 90s and I just remember a Pacific one for people who remember New York stuff in the 90s, Giant Step. Oh, I remember Giant Step. That's when, and just, and then, you know, my brother put me deep on that. And, you know, I've always been a, a, a conscious kind of like psychic spiritual dude. So I didn't necessarily have to have a conversation with you to pick up on certain vibes. And I was decent then. I'm much better on that now, but I was decent then. And, um, and I just remember a situation where, you know, whites, Using blacks to, to 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 start beef with other blacks. I remember I remember visualizing this, seeing this, and so and this was in the early nineties. So this is you know you know I think music is a universal thing, but you know there's always going to be and you know don't get me wrong, there are blacks who do that to other blacks. Oh no question. You know what I'm this is, this is not this is not a completely only one race does a thing. Let's make that perfectly to free clear. I'm just bringing yeah. up a, a specific example from when I was out. But but, but the example is, but but see the thing is, and I'm piggybacking on it because that's 2016, and we're talking about and, and me being at something that was like somewhere between 1990 and 95 in that era. So I remember seeing it then. So that's what I mean, not just saying it is or whatever, because I believe that's not what I meant. We just say that so people won't think that. But I definitely remember that. And, and you know, people, African-Americans and, you know, or slash creators of hip-hop, you know, have to, you know, just kind of be aware of that, you know, you know, or certain aspects of hip-hop, I'll say. You know, it was a, hip-hop was a com, kind, of, kind of communion of different aspects of black, Caribbean, you know, um, culture, whatever, and, you know, you know, and, um, you know, African American, you know, obviously made a significant contribution. But nah, no doubt though, it's all good though. No doubt, no doubt. It's just more looking at the history of it and how things have gone. No doubt, like I'm trying to find a nice way of putting it, but I really can't. I don't like the fetishization of black pain, and just because it's being put out there creatively or black struggle. And I don't like people going to these shows, looking at black folks of a particular background, like they're zoo animals there to entertain them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't know. I just don't care for that. Like Denzel Curry in his project says some serious shit on top of the party joints. But some folks are just there like, ooh, this this sounds grumpy and it has a hook. Here's the beat. How about you listen to that shit and try to solve that? You know what I'm saying? Besides enjoying the song. How about you think on that and identify and like these type of folks, not because they make music, but because they're people. Maybe I'm looking at this shit too deep. I don't know. I'm, I'm about to be 40 in three years. And what the fuck I know? Just <laughs> something that's um, on my mind. And this is not a diss towards that entire event. Because actually, I enjoyed myself at the event. I met some interesting people of different backgrounds who I wouldn't have ran into. I ran into Negroes from Iowa at the event. I was like, how the fuck did that happen? Because again, um, I, I I attract people who tell me about their towns, and I attract other people of color who are just there, like, hey, here's another person of color at this event we didn't think would be here. I, it's my superpower. But um, 
and they had great workshops for people who are people who know about the synthesizers like like when they talk about moog like the, the, the cat bob moog he made those ill synthesizers that folks like stevie wonder and all of them used and people still make okay. music with um today they had great workshops where you can actually build your own joints or learn about the technical side of things on top of just lots of panels and performances and other stuff in general i think it's a cool event more people need to check out and and get to i just want them to grow and be more diverse with their stuff now i was told this event was held in Asheville, north carolina beforehand which is definitely not as diverse of an area and it's the first time they had it in durham which is more of a ecology area with like duke university north carolina central and all of that on top of va hospitals and stuff like that and you know has definitely has this black population i want to have more of these events that are especially that are held in these cities to just embrace more of the city you know, I think it helps out everybody at the end of the day. But um, I agree. But overall, man, I mean, if people want to check out Moogfest, we got lots of pictures up on the Fusebox Photography site. Black Radio's back and have a post up soon. I'm going to do a little music mini mix of folks who I thought were cool, who I saw performing music I was exposed to and all of that. And also on Moogfest.com. Check out the site. You know, give it a glance. I think they're really onto some awesome stuff. But I just want to have more people that look like me and more people that look like other facets of america there you know i'm a little tired of going to these events and not seeing it be as diverse with inquisitive minds as it can be you know but um yeah that's it um speaking of music let's do a little quick music hit rundown i'm not going to try to do this for too much longer it's just been a very interesting past week or so of things we are in a reunion season and new group season with music Diggable Planets is going back on tour. They got to stop. I no know doubt, for DC, they got to stop at the 930 Club. I got to see about tickets for that. Um, no Dungeon Family is reuniting in Atlanta for the One Music Fest performance in September. All of Dungeon Family. No That's going to be crazy. No doubt. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here like Ponder. I want to take my ass on the bus to that joint. I got to see how that goes. Um, let's see here. Now Rogers is getting nominated to the Songwriter Hall of Fame, which is awesome. Well deserved. No Super duperty, well deserved. Um, let's. Jersey goes out. Um, interesting music note which shows the power Michael Jackson had before he passed away of that publishing catalog. Google wanted to buy Michael Jackson's um stake in Sony ATV. Google, like half of your paycheck, ain't even one freaking um stock. Google. So think about how much money that joint is, and people end up selling it for like I think about seven hundred fifty million, six hundred fifty million. Something like that. Mike was on it. Mike was on it. Mike, Mike, Mike started out selling the Beatles and Elvis, and had that publishing the, from a bunch the, of other he, cats. He was on them after that. He was on them after that. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Let's see here. What else, music-wise? I am looking at my tablet right now, you guys, because I have some stories I have pulled up. I just wanted to touch base on that before one or two serious news stories, and um, wrapping this bad boy up and all of that um while i'm pulling up this stuff let me announce some upcoming things um our interview with um b-girl of stl hip-hop and um the final call or whatnot is still getting crazy downloads and with all the stuff that's been happening with the um, current election cycle we're doing another interview soon and talk so um yeah that's gonna be crazy as of broadcast time hillary clinton looks like she's gonna be the presumptive democratic nominee Donald Trump already is the Republican nominee presumptive, which that to me, it just shows how fucked up a part of America is 
at this juncture, honestly, if you vote for Trump, you're a racist or you're a coward or you're a contrarian. <laughs> there's, there's no other place for you because you can't have this dude saying all this crazy racist shit and sexist shit doesn't even have a stance on anything love or hate the GOP those cats have stances this cat doesn't have a stance on shit besides spraying himself orange every day and running his <laughs> mouth and being on Twitter you're, you're just a waste of a human being if you vote for Donald Trump unfortunately America has a lot of those um, that's true that's true the only thing I can say right now is that, yeah, Hillary Clinton has mad problems. She does. At this juncture, we don't know who's running for VP with either. This might boost their potential presidency. It, it, it might not. All I'm going to advocate is what I always advocate, edu- exercise and educated vote. I personally believe that people need to register in third parties post-haste because the Democratic or Republican Party don't really give too much of a fuck about black folks or, or other true. types of folks. Now, some are going to do you less dirty than the other. Let's keep it 100. If you're a black person you're, and you're part of the GOP, you want to be a slave, as far as I'm concerned, cause the, especially the modern-day GOP. Because what the fuck? That, that Lincoln well, shit well. passed over 100-plus years ago. Get, get the fuck out of my face. You know what I'm saying? But I personally believe that whether you are registered Democratic or with third party, because quite frankly, those are the only two choices you should have. You have any damn sense whatsoever. You need to exercise an educated vote, not just for the presidential race, but for all these local and state races. Because whoever's president, as we've seen of President Obama, if Congress gets hemmed up, they're screwed. Or at bare minimum, they could do less damage. If heaven forbid in November we got to be like, fuck, this country super sucks, Trump's president and whoever the hell is crazy enough to run with them. We need to have a Congress and state legislatures and other places that are just there like, hell no, as much as they can to stuff that goes down. So there's enough information in in the internet age where you can find out about people's stances, policies, interviews, history, all of that. Exercise an educated vote. And honestly, if you don't feel like affiliating with a particular party anymore, y'all have heard some of our interviews in the presidential election series with everybody from the Socialist Party USA to the Workers World Party. We got more coming up. Check out these folks, and if you really feel it's about it, register with them. Or register as independent in general, because they need to fight for independent votes. I think black America did themselves a disservice hopping too heavy onto the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party act like your vote is to be expected. Everybody should earn your vote. Now again, it's going to have to be a third party person or Hillary as far as I'm concerned. But Hillary still needs to earn your vote, and one should vote off of more than just fear. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's enough reason too. Don't get it fucked up. But honestly, with all the experience and power, and I'm sure the 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 the, the, the stuff that's going to be talked about throughout the next few months, if Hillary loses, this shit ain't going to be because of somebody voting for a third party candidate. It's going to be because she fucked up. It's going to be because she fucked up. Like, let's not pull out this nonsense about oh well, if this third party didn't run, folks would lose. No, you've had more life experience, and I've been on Earth as a politician. You have a reality TV star who lies all the time running, which, again, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easy for you. Look at how this country is. But, you know, don't don't be fucking dumb, yo. Even if you feel like you got to, you know, hold your nose and vote for Hillary, look at your local elections and stuff, man. You can change the system from the ground up if you want to work from the inside. And always, whoever the fuck gets to be president, you got to go and work from the outside, too. That's just how this country works. But that's my political rant for now, because all the little side shit just seems like it's rinse and repeat right now, and 
getting in those details is like mad redundant at the present um let's see here um the the political organization of black lives matter in the united states in toronto i'm going to talk about that with Bigro when we do our interview because a lot has been going on with that man a lot and um i i don't want to talk about that all day because it's it's going to be an in-depth joint let's see here what else do we got going on going on um alan toussaint has a um post-passing album that just dropped that's really good um american tunes um when there's that one oh, no. new story i want to talk about because we gonna have to keep up with that oh i have not seen the new roots yet um if enough people request it i will watch it on the history channel that came on also when i was on vacation and um time is short um if y'all want to review a lot of y'all email us message us whatever let me know um oh yeah um the um X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, that's actually what I was going to bring up next. How did you feel about it? Um, well, I'm a, I'm a sci-fi person, so I liked it because it was sci-fi and I was entertained. Now, whether it was great, you know, it's up to, you know, that's in the eye of the beholder. I don't necessarily feel it was great, but I thought I enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the, it was one of my top three favorites of the X-Men movies. And I, I like the fact that in the very beginning, you know, these movies, they have to touch on things related to eight black folks. They got to because all, you know, nothing spiritual came out of Europe. So, so therefore, you're really only going to deal with black folks. And they kind of deal with that in the very beginning when they show anything. They didn't really show black folks, but they show, you know, pale-skinned people in, you know, in, in a black environment, you know, which was ancient, which was easy, but whatever. But one thing was interesting is that you should there was these conflicts between the priesthoods. And that was that was it. That was a historical thing, and you know people battling, going back and forth on certain things. And then you know, as far as them getting weak, and then uh, by the time they by the time the Greeks came in, it had already become weak and feeble for them to just to be able to come in. But now it was interesting. They touched on that, and I thought that that was interesting. Certain things that they touched on, certain things in certain movies in general. But I thought in general that it was enjoyable and. Um, wasn't great, but I mean, you know, some, it, I mean, as far as to me going out and night and and seeing that little bit of popcorn soda, I mean, I don't know if it was it was it was that bad to have not to at least have been whatever. Because not every movie's gonna be great that you go out to see at night, or just you you entertaining people, you going out. Especially if you're entertaining people and you're going out, that one we wouldn't have been a bad that wouldn't have been a bad movie for that. But whether it was great, whether it was like. Um, um, Star Wars great? No. Okay. No. Um, no. I'm going to put it like this. Um, I am the resident comic book geek of the crew, and I have serious issues with it in that regard. Is it the worst movie I've seen? No. Is it the worst X-Men movie? No. Honestly, as a movie, I felt it was rather meh. It's pretty much X-Men for me. Like, I peeped it um, while I was on vacation and whatnot. And I've actually saw it twice. I saw it at a matinee, and um, one of our lovely listeners sent us a um, a link of dubious quality to it. I'm not going to say from where, but it, it was a very clear copy. Because I'm like, let me give it another chance, because um, whatever. And I look at this joint, and I'm like, <sighs> there are good parts. Like, I believe my man who does, is Magneto does a great job. I believe the sister that got to be Storm was definitely a thousand times better than Halle Berry, even though she barely did anything in the movie due to just how they wrote the stuff. 
and um apocalypse is a fascinating character and they did get a good actor for him with oscar isaac but he didn't have that much to do i think part of my beef was while they had some dope action set pieces certain characters didn't have stuff to do in a certain way to like various climaxes they would just seem to be just kind of they were here and gone and if you're gonna do like these type of comic book movies especially those that have history that you know for a fact by now have diehard fan sets you don't gotta do everything exactly like a comic book i mean marvel hasn't done that but they put out majority great movies while this one was done by um by a fox um you gotta get your shit together you know what i'm saying and a lot of us 90s kids who are like watching the cartoons and reading the books and stuff when you saw this joint you just there like wow y'all just really half-assed a bunch of people you had some mutants who didn't even show their power. I was like, dude, you're you're just making the the teenage nerd in me mad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, hey, if you just want to like sit back and zone out, it's cool. Um, for me, honestly, if it was on cable and I didn't have Jack to do it, it was raining. I probably have it on in the background. But I just felt rather meh at the end of the day about it. Like I can't wreck shop on it, but. I can't say that this that, that shit was great. You know what I mean? And honestly, with a cat like Apocalypse, this is my life a little bit of nerd part. Like, you about to be Egyptian side and the other things. Apocalypse has a super kind of bugged out history. And they they lightly touched on it because at first I was like, oh shit, I might be wrong. Maybe, you know, some of my people I know who do movie reviews might have been tripping because sometimes the nerd cats who do reviews can get a little extra. But then it's, to me, it felt like they kind of like they didn't shit shit the bed but they got constipation i guess and it just ended up being the way i wanted to be but hey man if you like x-men joints and summer blockbustery type of deals and you're waiting for dr strange or something to come out and got like i don't know seven dollars for the matinee hey whatever otherwise y'all know how to no no no, works, no, no you know? definitely no, 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 definitely, definitely. And I think that's coming from a person that's more hardcore in the comics. I mean, I was in the comics, but I'm not as hardcore as you. But definitely, I think it's worth seeing. And um, um, I wanted to add, say briefly that I agree with you. The guy who played Apocalypse was a good performer. He's a good uh, he was actor. actually in the um, Star Wars that. movie. He was um, my man, um, the, the pilot dude in the most recent Star Wars. God, why can't I think of his name? Oh, the dude who played the dude who was with the yeah, black yeah. dude. God, my mind's going blank right now. But you, but you, y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I, like, no, I, I no, he, he was he great at Ex Machina too. Which actually, I need to show you that joint for sci-fi. That's a great movie. No, just his demeanor and how he came, like you know, like you know, that was I thought that was good. And and, and X Men also deals with the ancient world and how they dealt magic. They they levitated those those heavy rocks in the pyramids too because the ancient Egyptians. The ancient conventions, ancient just were, 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 were proficient and the, basically the forerunners of all magic. So that's how they did that. There was, there was no Jewish slaves and nothing, all, no, no crazy business like that. But I like X-Men and movies like that that do touch on, that do kind of touch on those things. So it kind of brings a little tidbit of information. And if anything, it does that, whether you can watch it at home or what have you. On a side movie review in the, the Nina Simone movie, Nina, that has always done that. That movie fucking sucks. <laughs> that's my personal opinion. <laughs> and that's even. And I that's didn't see even it. Well, man, psh, listen. Even without the horrible makeup they put on Zoe Saldana to play her, we already talked about the controversy about her playing Nina Simone and the, the multiple reasons why plenty of times. The movie is just bad. The storytelling oh, no. is bad. The direction is bad. Um. 
I can't say Saldana is a horrible actress, but she does not have the gravitas to me to play Nina Simone. And honestly, you know that you screwed up with a Nina Simone movie when you can't license her music. They had Saldana singing, and granted, Saldana doesn't have a terrible voice or nothing. But I'm like, you know you pissed off the estate with it. Like, you can't use even an iota of this music. Oh, I never knew that. They wouldn't. So that that just goes to show you that something else was involved when the estate said, no, we don't want you to use the music. You have to do something else. Like, seriously, so like you get to put a bootleg, somebody's man? Interpret- so therefore, that's a somebody's interpretation of Nina Simone. Yeah. Which, you know, people do that with biopics and other stuff, granted. But honestly, man, it's just a bad movie. It's just a bad movie. Because I'll give a movie a chance. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just Nina Simone, before she died, she was Before she died, she was supposed to be conscious. You know, she was, you know, trying to study the hidden knowledge, the ancient mysteries, metaphysics. She was into that before she died. Um, what else I talk about? Oh, um, we didn't talk about Captain America last time, but I'll be brief. I enjoyed it. The latest Captain America to me was the bomb, and as a comic book geek, um, especially as a black woman comic book geek, Black Panther did his thing. No doubt. I like the fact that it was a. It, I, I saw it. I did like it. Like to me, it was like um the X Men joint that it was entertaining. Now it wasn't my favorite um Avenger movie, you know, whether it was them together or single movie or solo movie. But I did like it. And I thought it was enjoyable, definitely. One thing that I thought was was prime in it. You show they showed Black Panther. They showed my man Don Cheeto at War Machine, and they showed yeah, um, the, the, Falcon. the, the yeah. Falcon dude at one one scene at one place at one time. Three black heroes, and you know I guess we can probably count the amount of movies that ever did that no ever doubt. in one hand. And you know saying and so that that was cool and. You know, Don Cheeto is kind of the elder performer amongst them, amongst the other two brothers, and um, Chad Mosman being like the, the, you know, the the youngest of the of the three. And it was cool though. It was cool though that 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 um, <clears throat> it showed what was that a uh, a uh, 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 a cat, a hawk, and a woman. That was that was the interesting symbolism. But now nah, that was I I definitely thought that that was that was worse. And then um, uh, I didn't see the first Captain America movie. That wasn't really made on the dude. I think when I found out his character was coming from Brooklyn, I think that kind of urged me to see it. But when I first saw him, I wasn't made on him. I was like, eh. But when I saw him, I did like it, though. I did see, like I guess that's my thing with Marvel movies. Like, characters I don't care about, they've made me at least be there like, this is relatively interesting. Like, I give less than three dams about Thor. I never read a, um, uh-huh. a Captain America comic damn near until I was an adult. And all of that, but... Oh, I think of any movie, the storytelling is good. When the storytelling is good and the action is good, because I personally am a bigger, I'm a personally am a fan of the second Captain America movie. The first one was cool enough. I was more surprised. I I even remotely thought it was cool. The second one went into high yeah. gear. This one, because of all they've been building up a nice little history of all these characters, like this was my big entertainment movie. Like you know the movie theater around my way, I saw it over there, Full House. At the end of that joint, when you have little black kids who are amped to like t- talk about black panther like crazy i'm like this shit is cool as hell and then there was an older white dude who sitting next to me who was my age and i was sitting in between this dude and a latina woman and we, it's, it's about the, the the um generational age range and we're all just there like being kids like oh shit there's spider-man like panther about you know black <laughs> panther about to give those folks them hands you know what i'm saying 
Oh shit at the door, Mill J with you know the um the black the black lady bodyguard, which you know deep cut for us folks who are comic book dorks or whatever. Um, I don't know if you remember that scene. I mean, this this shit's already been out for over a month plus, so there ain't no no real spoiler in terms of the plot or whatever. But um, for folks who saw the movie and they saw um Black Widow try to roll up on um T'Challa, who's um the Black Panther or whatever, and there was this um tall black sister who was like, yo, you know you're gonna have to move or be moved you know what i'm saying and you know yeah yeah, i remember that scene just toward the end uh, like bald head bald head sister like, i remember before she said it just the walk and all that it, it w- w- was was definitely very it, nah that was that was very sexy yeah that's scene. um definitely. yeah that's that's a um for that well for one thing that's a comic because he actually has female bodyguards which actually shouts out to um the folks who oh. are doing the new black panther series get that on comiXology it's fucking good but um Anyway, like um, that's part of his um female um body team, and it was kind of cool because us folks from different from different parts of the are like, oh shit, they got the female bodyguard. It was in here like, is this black chick about to kick Black Widow's ass? I'm kind of for it. And it was kind of funny that they had um <laughs> homeboy in that scene had that look like I'm kind of into this, but no, it, it might be you know he he, yeah. he had that look yeah. like he had that look. This yeah. is kind of hot. I'm like, yeah, y'all y'all got y'all got Black Panther to a team. I did. I like the way he did that. He was like, he was amped about it, but he was like, this bitch might lose control, and I might not be able to stop that look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, that was that was my big you know MTV movie of um, stuff so far. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm being unfair comparing X Men to that because the X Men movies have been for me fluctuating. But I'm like, they did a great introduction to that character. All the other characters had great development, and. um Paul Bettany, who played Vision, I thought was really good, and um, what have you. And actually, um, for my comic book people, really quick on that, I just started reading that series off of some folks' recommendations. Holy crap, that's a great series, and it's not just because of the action. Like, it gets dark, but it's good. But that's all I'm going to say, because I'm wrapping up a particular series on that right now. Um, I think that's about it for my movie. Oh, Zootopia for people who like kitty movies, that's good. I saw that, but it's good. Not just in a cute cartoon way. They get into um, they kind of get into some black shit on there, and like some racial and some some racial and sex issue shit. But of course, it's like cute bunnies. I'm like, they made this partially for adults. But um, no doubt. But that's no how some of the best that. cartoons are, quite frankly. And Pixar always is able to do a good balance on um those ends. But that was a really cute movie. I advise people to see. And I know during the last broadcast, I recommended them Hardcore Henry for my straight up action people. Cause it's a it's a ridiculous movie, but if you just like ridiculous action that does have a decent plot, not the most deep plot, but decent enough, and you just see some crazy shit in that movie, and the ending is like one of the best petty endings I've ever seen. All I'm gonna say is if you had your heart broken, you want to do this somebody, you had that thought, and that's how the movie ends. But it's cool. But um, anyway, um, is it a comedy? Is it a comedy or is it serious? it's more straight up action that has comedy elements. Um, real short summary because it doesn't really give a whole bunch of shit away. Um, the movie opens with this dude on an operating table, and you get the idea that they've like um cyborged him out. And um, oh, okay. this chick at the table, you know, tells him some stuff, and he's pretty she's pretty much filling in a little bit of a story because supposedly he got partial amnesia. And you think that this chick is his girl, and she gets kidnapped. He goes through this series of stuff to try to get her back. And um, there's one or two actually really good twists in this movie that I was pleasantly surprised they thought about that deeply. But the main hook of it is that it's first person. In other words, like if you were an action person, 
and you're seeing like your hands move and you beating up motherfuckers and shooting them and stabbing them and shit. Everything is filmed uh-huh. in that perspective. So like, oh, okay. there's some pretty bugged out scenes in it that are pretty amazing. Besides the fact that the movie doesn't get too stupid. Um, I forget the white man. I think Charlito Copley, the dude that was in um, District 9, he's in the okay. movie as an important part I'm not going to give away. But um, it's a crazy ass movie. But I mean, if you wanted to talk about sheer entertainment, about an hour and a half, I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. I didn't expect it. I saw that because I was bored one day. I just felt like going outside. And I was like, this is great, but I can see why some people would be there like, I can't watch this shit. If this sounds good, if this, if this <laughs> sounds good to you, get the DVD, or if it's still playing in the movie theater, go on and see it. You know, you might want to matinee it up, but I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I thoroughly oh, no. did. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's see here. Oh, random side note. I know some people saw the Billboard Prince tribute that Madonna and them did, and it was like, not really that good to me. I mean, hey, everybody do their thing, but I'm like, the Billboard I was like, this is kind of some bullshit. Uh, BET, however, is going to be doing their Prince tribute for the BET Awards, and they might actually do this joint right, because they got Sheila E. and D'Angelo head- heading it. Yeah. Because... They, they 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 need some elders there to do. I mean, let's let's be, let's be real. And Sheila, what Sheila we should be like, you know, top three elders that should be in there. No doubt about no that. No doubt. And yeah, I mean, I saw because I saw people ripping into it like the day after. I was there like, yeah, this wasn't really. Mm, you know, I can't say it was trash, but I'm like, this really wasn't good, you guys. I mean, you know, Sheila E worked with him, and he's still that. Nobody at Billboard thought of that. I mean, I know Madonna's an icon and shit, but. Nah, B. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, she's gonna, he gonna come in there. Gonna, he gonna come in there, high priestess Dude. with them drums, it's, it's, and she's gonna have some of the best musicians and you know people that work with Prince, and and it's gonna be something spiritual. It's, Word it's, up. it's going to be a thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, BET's trying to do right. I'll give you props for trying to do right. Just, just don't you know? Don't try to squeeze at nobody who's going to bullshit. I don't think it's going to happen. But we, we got to put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, did you hear about um, Rage Against the Machine and Public Enemy doing a super group? What, they, what they're doing, an album together? They are supposed to be doing an album together, and they're going to be touring. Um, the group is called Prophets of Rage. Uh, I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. God bless them both. I'm very curious to see how yeah, that goes down. I'm like, have a DC stop, please, or at least one of these music festivals I'm going to this year, because um, it has all the potential in the world to be dope. And I don't necessarily see either side like half-assing it just because. So um, that's a thing, and I'm just trying to see if there's anything else I want to talk about before wrapping it up. I am literally looking at my tablet. Um, completely random joint. Pusha T wrote the I'm loving this jingle for the McDonald's advertisement. And he got a few million for that. So I'm like, you talk drug rap what you do McDonald's jingles. Hey man, make your money I guess. You know what I'm saying? Because you know that was a major freaking money. Um, screw it. I think that is about it for now. There was a court case I wanted to talk about briefly. Um, Oh, there was a young um dude 
who got was in jail for eight years because the police made it force him to confess to a crime he did not commit in terms of killing four people the actual killer who was a professional hitman confessed to it but they kept that young boy in jail for eight years until you know it went through the court system so that's another reason why we talk about that you know all, I think it was Michigan. I'm trying to pull up the story now. I just posted it up like a day ago. It really doesn't even matter because that, that, that thing has happened everywhere yeah. in America. So it just goes to show you when people tell you like that shouldn't talk about race, it just goes to show you the spirit of fear, cowardice, and the devil that is just tempting people when these things blatantly are happening. It's, it's definitely a high level of cowardice because... For me, I'm here like, look, it's obvious that it it was Michigan. I was right. It is obvious that the system is jacked up. It's obvious. I mean, there was a young white dude. um, Shout out out to The Intercept. I was just reading that article earlier today. He got tased by the police for pretty much nothing. And his father was a law enforcement agent. And this guy is now permanently damaged. In terms of in terms of rage and right. other stuff, because this cat like kept shooting this taser at this guy, he ended up going into cardiac arrest and didn't have oxygen. Oxygen go to his brain for like a few minutes. Like that that boy could have died. So I'm like this type of thing. We talk about it from the black perspective because we're black American and we have every fucking right to do so. But um, this stuff oh, happens no. everywhere. Yeah, man, they made this boy confess at the age of fourteen, and he ain't do that shit. Oh. And the hitman told him where the gun was and everything and that the boy didn't play a role. So somebody else confessed to it. Because in their cells, they were like, this cat doesn't deserve jail. And that dude was in jail for eight years because the police just had to railroad somebody. That shit is nuts, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm not saying that type of shit to bring people down. I'm saying that because, you know, it needs to be put out there. If nobody, If we don't put it out there, you know... Somebody else has to, and we feel the need to put it out there. And also, those should be actions that you shouldn't want to take upon yourself, even if you're not police, because at the end of the day, you know, what's up? What's, what's up? With the, one of the older laws is what up, what goes up must come down. Mm-hmm. It might take a second, you know, you throw an object up, or it might take a couple hundred years. Mm-hmm. Oh, Civilization goes up and it will fall. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be just me being petty to wrap this show up because um, we're going we're good on the intro end, but I don't definitely want to get into this music. Um, so Maria Sharapova got suspended from tennis for two years for doping. Now, an athlete doping is not a surprise for me. Again, because I'm just petty. I'm just there like y'all talk all this shit about Serena and Venus Williams. Them chicks ain't never dope up for shit. This white bra doped up, and she no, kept no. catching constant L's from Serena. You took you took wild no, drugs no. and got constantly doped up, but now you suspended. What goes up goes down, as my man the Black Hawk just said. You know, I ain't got no sympathy for your ass. Yep. None. N-O-N-E. Now, unfortunately, this chick's gonna probably still keep all her endorsement and shit because, you know various folks protect their own and all of that but i don't know man i saw that shit i laughed this afternoon i'm like good yeah i deserve that 
your ass deserved that. Y'all, y'all kept trying to bring down not just the Williams sister, but they fam, especially they pops. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what those young ladies haven't done? Got into one iota of of, of trouble. Not one. And, and you know, and good and dumb. damn well, they've been wanting to bring them chicks down. No doubt. All natural black athleticism and smarts. Beautiful. That, with with beautiful, chicks that look that, that are gorgeous. They're, they're gorgeous women. Beautiful, very good looking. Beautiful, very good looking, and keeping it righteous. It's, it's, it's smart ladies. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, what, what, what else could and what else could what else what else could what else could a joke ask for? You, you know, know what I'm saying? It's all good. It's so all I'm good. Like, y'all, y'all can keep making them sour faces. You know. <laughs> them, them, them black folks is rocking and what else oh and by the way since um well no I'm gonna bring up that, that case with that white boy later on cause we've talked a lot during um this particular week's show um we just talked about that particular last case and there was this white, real short summary there was this um, young white fellow from Stanford who ended up um getting caught getting caught by two other dudes who happened to not be scumbags um raping an unconscious uh-huh. girl and that dude only got that dude only really? got six months in prison. See, if he was black, he would be in. You know, see, that's another example. A Negro raping some unconscious girl, black man, American black man, fixing that nigga for thirty, forty years at least, especially if she white. Dude, I've had people getting at me talking about. Well, what about so? For one thing, let me make this perfectly clear. When I talk about a case, I'm talking about a particular case. If it happens to reflect badly on mainstream society then so be it. I know there's people of all backgrounds who do sexual assault and who are fucked up. Unfortunately, I know some things on one thing is obvious, unfortunately, I know that on certain levels more than some other motherfuckers do. But don't get mad at me for bringing the obvious of rich white privilege. Because the judge graduated graduated from the same school, graduated from the same college this white boy was in. This white boy had money. He was a student athlete and all of that. And luckily... And I hate to have to say this type of shit because sexual assault happens all the fucking time. Not just in this country, but in other places. To men and women, and it's fucking terrible. Luckily, two young white dudes who, which, which ironically, they happen to be foreign white guys, happen to be going you know, walking past because this young girl's um, body was, actually got dragged to a dumpster because she was unconscious, I guess, due to intoxication or whatever. And they saw this joint and they were like, this shit don't look right. And that dude who was raping her, who, who was trying to be like, you know, trying to push an I'm innocent thing. Why would you run away? That dude ran away. These dudes tackled homeboy, called the cops, and helped make sure that that girl got tested. So shout out to those two young men. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of people who, who aren't even remotely that on point, but less thinking about or processing certain things. This young lady had people witnessing her rape had testing all the other stuff and that privilege had a judge only since that cat to, to six months talking about their life could be jacked up to due to due to a do a mistake and then this scumbag's father's trying to be there like well he got into so much trouble for over for literally just a direct quote for for 20 minutes of action i'm like if y'all i don't necessarily believe in a judeo-christian version of hell but if there is one i hope the devil sticks a pitchfork up their ass Cheated for the rest of their fucking lives. No, no doubt you know what I'm it. saying? Because I'm just here like, I'm like, this shit is horrible. Those people are not headed for a higher, a higher spiritual place. If, if, if it ain't a hell, it ain't a, it, 
It might not be hell, but they're not going to the higher place that the individuals can go to. The highest place that's possible, they're not going there. I'm not sure where they're going, but they're not going to the I'm highest. Like, I mean, the father said that like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. I'm, I'm just quoting that particular part of the letter or whatever that was out there. I'm like, to even have that come out of your mouth. I'm like, dude, what did you do back in the day? You know what I'm saying? Because... We're, we're in 2016 right now. We know some horrible shit happened in the past or whatever. Everything is perfectly clear about the levels of sex, what sexual consent means. If somebody's unconscious, this should not be a, a hard calculus level you know, problem. If somebody's unconscious, they cannot give consent. I don't care if they drank to death. I don't care what they were wearing. You need to be able to control your genitals and not rape somebody. Stop using, but that's, but stop I guess, using I guess excuses. You have some people who use a, well, you know, they were a man and, and there was a woman. It's like, control your dick. There's plenty of men who, you know, there's plenty of men who can get on a college campus. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be crass, but it's pretty fucking easy to get some sex if you don't look like you got hit in the face with a bag of nickels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't need to go ahead and get somebody unconscious and rape them. Unless that was your intent in yeah. the first damn place. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so in other words, in other words, this this broad was 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 drunk, and, and it's not even clear if she was drunk with him. Exactly. She got drunk to a dumpster, so she might not have got drunk with him. So she he know she got drunk to a dumpster, and he raped her when she was at the dumpster. She got she could have more than likely get, was getting a problem with somebody else. He cut in on the action, which meant that that man who made that statement raised that type of boy. He call, of course he's going to make that thing. That's the type of boy he raised. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm not going to get the girl myself. I'm going to get in with these other cats because she's already dumped. They, they're going to not have the respect and put her in a dumpster. And then I'm going to put my dick in raw to some chick in a dumpster who, who allowed herself to get that drunk now. The flip side, allowed herself to get that drunk. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm going to okay. put it like this. You know what? Alcohol... Alcohol and all that other type of shit and getting to a certain point is not cool. But here's the thing. You should still have the sense of mind to be there, like, even if it's not a moral thing. You know what I don't like? Jail. You know what I don't like? Being ostracized for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no. a chick could be dead to fuck drunk with, with their ass in the air and something at least should go through her mind. Like, you know what I don't want to do? Get in trouble for this type of of shit you know what i'm saying it shouldn't be a debate with grown-ass men to be like well i'm saying they they were drunk and i i I felt like it so i just had to put my dick out and yeah you didn't have to do shit you know what i'm saying (laughs) you have free will you have a mind like this type of shit and unfortunately because i'm the one who's more in depth in the internet than you are i've seen people say some really stupid shit when this type of thing occurs which makes me wild frightened about the majority of this world well, i'm just here like i never heard a dude who got sexually so that they be there like well that nigga was wearing skinny jeans so they deserve to have somebody stick a dick up their ass you know what i'm saying <laughs> they des- you know th- th- what was that boy wearing a tight shirt they deserve to have the female teacher sexually assault them like stop the bullshit you know what i'm saying just stop it and then a lot of these folks have had the nerve to be there like why are some women so damaged why are some men so damaged and that's why, and that's why, and that's why certain things get said that 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 it's not mean to hurt people's feelings, but there are raw life forms walking around. 
the fact that you would fix, fix your face to even say that, not necessarily just to think it, it would be bad because that's energy, thought is energy, but you went to the point to seeing it and to allow somebody to hear that. There's some role, there's some role life, there's some role life jokers who have a lower soul energy and quality and substance within them. And outside of, you know, I mean, I'm not even sure the value of some of these people is unfortunate. But Fusebox is going to keep it rocking and keep it popping, though. No doubt. So tell her friend in a phone. Even tell her her oh, own. No and let us know, because I, I was not going to really get into that, but I had to, because that just really, really made me pissed off and it just showed the disparity in terms of quote-unquote justice in um, this country. Now, they're trying to um, get that judge removed, which I hope does happen, but it's still all some bullshit. No um Let's see. Quick music recommendation. Yeah. A new Chance the Rapper um, mixtape is really dope. If you haven't already copped that joint, go on ahead. Um, Chance that? the Rapper. Um, young Chicago okay. dude. Um, really good. You know, more of the thoughtful, uplifting stuff, but not like preachy. Um, I gotta have you listen to him, his, his joints. I think you would dig him or whatever. He has like kind of a jazzy vibe to some of his stuff and everything. It's cool. Um... Huh. And the one to catch aside, Mofet, this cat named um, Hieroglyphic Being, his music is really freaking cool. I was delving into um, some of his stuff lately. So some of the things that have been in um, my rotation, oh, the new Bad, Bad, Not Good album is cool, too, if you like the um, hard jazz vibe with um, some hip-hop boom bap okay. into it. But yeah, man, that's it. Fusebox Radio Broadcast. We got into a lot of talking commentary in a nice space of time. I ain't got to do too much editing. We're still going to get our good hours plus mixes in. So, um, yeah, man, Fusebox Radio, bringing the balance back-to-back radio, as we always say for commentary and talking. You don't got to yep, love yep, or agree yep. with anything that we say, but if it sparks your mind, gets you involved in other conversations, gets you doing some researching and thinking beyond the box, it's all good. We're doing the job of great independent media before us and great black media before us. Yep, Shout yep, out to yep. all the wonderful musicians right. who send us music from indie labels to major Indeed. labels. Um, we deeply appreciate y'all. Yep, yep. And, yeah, man, it's been a little bit since we've done a die hard music set so we're about to do that fuse box radio dj fusion about to get into the mix all right peace it's indeed so raw fusion out watch no doubt no doubt now listening to fuse box radio dj fusion To the food more based than Bootsy Collins. You versus me, that's like Ali versus Foreman. God's act, stand back and watch. Devil's time out, can't be time with no swatch. Watch who I am, the black Abraham. Zungo, Zungo, Zang, yellow man, Vietnam. Adding extra bars, I spar with literature. Taking to them from Zars, winning more wars than the moors. Now what's the deal, star? I've seen the devil spar with the law. Mathematics was the key to set my whole race free. You might debate we, a refugee, no harm hurt me. Dying thirsty from the struggle till my own. Hustle bubble on the low What was me to show the free bar Right, the righteous Asiatic Thank you, wow, Shaitan, Rob, night Civilized like the Molly Burgundy Wally rockin', seen the fifth When Ali clocked and John Forte will keep you locked in Too many lies. We need to get some 
people all around, you got to recognize and witness this mister who's swift enough to knock you out with Mike Fitness. Hands blister from holding Mike's tight. Some say it's fight night, but throw the R after the F, cause I'ma take away your breath. The bell rings, now it's just a daily operation. Yo, you soft like lubrication, you can't see this occupation. A winner, and you know we hail from Q-Barrel, El Brooks, because the train is as well. Yo, 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 yo. Once the pen hits the pad, it's danger. danger. This I'll be no stranger. Step inside the ring and I'll derange Come on. I'm hearing no comments, everyone looks despondent. Dejected, rejected, similar to listing catch your lips. Be it sunny, my man is still the greatest in this. To hell with Frazier, yapping about that negative shit. Now listen, you can try and escape if you want to. But ask yourself, who the hell you gonna run to? Well, 
Why die, die, super hot on the flow. It goes out fast, but it comes back slow. I know that it comes back slow. It goes out fast, but it comes back slow. So find how you go, keep your swerve with your flow. Cause it goes out fast, but it comes back slow. Over the years, and plenty of sage Rhythm through the code in me Oh, reap what you sow Gathering the knowledge never truly gets old Stories of dance are bound to be told So I shiver me tempers and just relax my mind Ooh, play a jam and let my soul unwind Streets of energy now intertwine to sway my hips come distinctively. Yeah, be inside from the street. Spell 
around the globe with Disco 54. I stare at you in the eyes, spin you on your toes. Cause you can get me without soul. Still in the top row, shot the blindfolds, past the nitro. Rock the love boat, get high to get low. Kill the Merlot, step in your fastball, you pick up, we gon' go. Make love once or more, we rest in our call. Do that, 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 hey. Break you off in your big cat, cat, hey. Never seen no one this gorgeous. Pay your whole damn mortgage. So precious is yours, is mine. And look at the time, my God. So precious is yours. Fusion. Down the down, kick it down, 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 down the down, kick it down,
now.
now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. This is a, a kind of a mass culture we live in, and it makes you you look you look like something or act like something that you really aren't. You know, it's like um, a falseness. It's like a mass personality. Just made me so narrow that I couldn't really do again myself justice. So I just broke totally away from that whole modern dance thing. They had a lot of rules and regulations which just didn't fit with me, you know. I want to do this the way I want to do it. I want to determine my own destiny. I want to determine how I am to speak on the stage. I don't want to be a mass personality. I don't want to be a one dimension. I want to be me. I want to be human.
ability to, to expand my mental power because then I had to begin to analyze and look into all this emotion, all this feeling. And all of this gave me a, a, a sense of totalness. A need to be in an atmosphere that is free, that is open, that is striving for truth, and not somebody else dictating to you how to do your thing. Jazz.
DJ Fusion. So, 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 Blues and greens and violets Eyes get heavy with the weight of the world Around the iris It's like something insane It's like a virus It's like a hybrid Of all your joys and your pains That you bring to the table Periodically and memorize them Like a scientist For you to make it dog You're gonna need alliances A blessing and a prayer From the whole archdiocese Ticker Let's put it to rest Cause I'm so in need of one I only hear about it Never really seen it done Everybody asking when I'm coming out So when I run around I take the scene one to get away from all that ails me i return to the place that never fails me the hues spread the news giving color to your frailties come on the blues and the greens and all that's in between and this is how i mean one time and greens and violets eyes get heavy with the weight of the world around the iris so much that i'd be appalled to see them close your eyes and vision the calls for freedom but when they open it's a struggle to call big deal because the streets is littered with niggas for mausoleums giving up is the last option so when i spit my last doctrine i make the audience clap for my offensive lines like they pass blocking i really want to chill but i ain't in that yet don't want to live in excess Think I need her tonight like in excess But my mind is talking to me like Nigga, don't you send that text No. Take time to introspect So you can keep going to get those checks And give praises Cause never before have you been so blessed When the troubles of the world start to ail me I return to the place that never fails me The hues spread the news Giving color to your frailties The blues and the greens And all that's in between Like that Ride it out Hey The blues and the greens and all this in between. This is how I mean. One time. Hey. What you do, what you do, do, what you do. Listening to Fusebox Radio. We got our ways, but ain't we human beings too? If our lives don't matter, no lives matter. Thus, life of our future, dying is unacceptable. Living for what we believe in is life uh, itself. And that in itself is beautiful. Beautiful people, let's take a second and think. We continue these issues, our ship will drown and be sink. This is nothing political, this is so we be sink. Stick together forever and we will weather the rain. We will weather the storm. Let's try to move on. Build a better community so our children be numb. Transform from arms and bombs like Vietnam. Teach your kid how to eat and teach your kid how to farm. Watch what you put in your body so we can live it long. Mind, body, and soul intact, product is strong. This rap ain't no lap, it's more like a marathon. This track ain't no track. 
to something I set it on. Live life in harmony, put love in your arms. Forgive to receive the blessing of peace and calm. Just a product of Malcolm X and Farrakhan. Martin Luther and Marvin Gaye all do a ghetto song. Follow, I lead you. Time to put down the pipes, the liquor bottles and needles. Treat your family right, and my man daughter need you. Grandma, auntie, and cousin. OG told you about Duggan, but he ain't mounting nothing. He on top of that oven, still on top of that corner. His little niggas be drumming. Blicker, blocker, they bucking, they finna hit you with something. Chocolate to wear hammers, they finna open your pumpkin. Popping your collar, pippin', and this ain't nothing about stunting. If you ain't talking Duggan, then you ain't talking about nothing. Bullshit, I'm the Pope, I think I am on the something. I wanna empower people, wanna empower people. White, purple, and yellow, and all of my burner people. We can be positive, though the negativity kill you. First, start with your friends, then move a whole town of people. Spice my vocals up, give me a little bit of that, that shit, you know what I'm saying? Give me a little bit of that flavor. We should record all this shit too, like, you know what I'm saying? Give me that flavor. DJ I Fusion. Flavor. I, I be early in the morning, waking up trying to get on. Time to get it next up in my city, put on for my home. Damn, I know that she quit it. She about her business. She better love. Got hooked on my drug and I stay committed. Put my mind on the bank. Gotta make sure I got racks in my bank. My big cousin do not fuck with the bank. Wondering why, nigga, what do you think? The fuck do you think? I'm like, what do you want? Don't mess with the boy, don't fuck up my vibe and don't get my tone. And it's all about patience. Started stay down, so we went to Jamaica. Stay on my grind and I make it to top. I deserve my spot. I'm one of the greatest. Pop all them bottles, we celebrating. Young ass nigga, see hella faces. Whole click straight, the money got braces. Gave her a shot, but I cannot chase it. Uh, I gotta get it. I put over my city. I think God that I did it. I kept that shit coming, yeah, I think it made it. The people want more. And I gotta get on Put my life in these songs And do something different Yeah, I think I'm it I think I'm it Yeah, I think I'm it I think I'm it Yeah, I think I'm it Yeah, I'm never quitting I think I'm it Yeah, 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 I'm never quitting We're seeing the city 
she roll with the boys. She fuck with the boys. She don't know nobody. She would rather be with. I'm connected like Mitty. To the guap when we get it. Turn that five to a ten and that ten to a fifty. Yeah, I stay committed. I'm caught in the mix. She changing faces. She don't really wanna go. But I know she cannot stay here. This shit in my mind. No, I can't erase it. Brody catching court cases, got keys to the city, I feel like the mayor. And it's all about patience. Sorry, stay down, so I captured them bracelets. Stay on my grind and I make it to top. I deserve my spot, I'm one of the greatest. Pop all them bottles, we celebrate it. Young ass nigga, see hella faces. Whole click straight, the money got braces. Gave her a shot, but I cannot chase her. Uh, I gotta get it, I put over my city. I thank God that I did it, I kept that shit coming, yeah, I think it made it. The people want more. And I gotta get on Put my life in these songs And do something different Yeah, I stay committed I stay committed Yeah, I stay committed I stay committed Yeah, I stay committed Yeah, I'll never quit I stay committed Yeah, I stay committed Yeah, I stay committed Yeah, I stay committed Yeah, I'll never quit You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Huh. Loaded burner, blade in a calf holster. Walkie talkie to communicate with the chauffeur. Map for the block to escape when it's over. Looking like a killer, feeling like a soldier. The smell of perfume from having Tasha in my bed sticks to my fingertips and still lingers in the air. She told me about a hot spot named the Dragon's Lair. Off a back street up by the state fair. She guaranteed me every Sunday, they be there. Playing pool and sniffing coke up into the air. She met them both back when she used to bartend and said they be hard to touch because the gang they roll with. No fear. Ice flowing through my veins. Surveyed the spot last night and it's all arranged. I know where they hang, plus where they lay their heads. They can confess to what they did or they can end up dead. Had to drop me off three blocks from the spot. Then park across the street in an open lot. Put on my gas mask and took the alley just to creep up. Black trench coat looking like the Grim Reaper. Black assassin waiting for him after dark. Inside of a dumpster, 20 feet from where they park. Quiet as a church mouse, silent as a beating heart. Then the fat one stumbled out with a fat blunt spark. I knew the owner didn't let him smoke in the bar. So they usually walked out to the dumpster way behind the cars. He 
took a couple pulls and blasted off to outer space. Pulled out my pepper spray and caught him right in his face. Hopped out, he started screaming, punched him in his jaw. The force from the punch made him bite down on his tongue. How it feel, fat boy, now you all alone. Remember me? Pushed him to the ground and kicked his balls. He tearing up like, oh shit, I thought you was dead. Nah, man, you and your mans killed the wrong kid. I could kill you now for the sake of revenge. Or you could come with me and tell the cops what you did. Heard footsteps turn around and coming fast. Two white t-shirts, two big dudes with red rags. Sidestepped the first but slipped on some broken glass. The second one caught me hard enough that it cracked my mask. Fell back a little daze but knew it broke his hand. Acting hurt but pepper sprayed him when he circled in. First cat back now, he's swinging mad while duck stuck my knife into his stomach, made him take a bow. Three dudes lay down, back to the fat one. He spit in my face and say, fuck you, I ain't doing nothing. I put my blade to his neck and started slowly cutting. Heard a shotgun pump, then I heard it start dumping. Moved just in time, the shot hit the fat dude. Blew the face right off the skull it was attached to. He pump again, I can see the short motherfucker. Second shot, blow a hole right through that old dumpster. Can't hide much longer, gotta make a break. Buck shots from the third shot almost hit my face. I saw lights from a car pulling in a strip. Thinking it's a cop car, I take it as my chance to dip. Fourth shot hit the window of somebody's whip. I'm hauling ass fast as possible until I slip. He got the drop on me, but I still pull my nine. His body dropped, but I swear that shot wasn't mine. The hottest DJ Fusion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got problems. Everybody. What makes you special? What makes you special? Yeah. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, Yeah, it's hard to solve them. But we've all oh, got no, potential. No. It's not oh, circumstantial. No, no.
Hey yo, the nappy grand is in the building. You grew up hearing about it, but I never figured I'd be gone.
me about that be granted, damn it.
Hey yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Follow hits, 
I'ma die for this hip-hop home I fought And Guru got the tempo where the bones is brought So I can create a world where my poems is taught And now I got them caught like high hills in the cracks of the boardwalk Blood from a mug when I give them the sword talk Keep my eyes open like a war hawk They slugs melt but I think they need more salt When my black candles burn in the middle of white floor talk Kamachi, know who's the best? Kamachi, mommy dude Bring it on if you think you can hang And if not, then let me do my thing Bring it on, but make sure intentions are pure Cause like the saying goes, all fair in love and war They wanna try to get a brother for My bags are packed, I'm about to head out on another tour While back home, all the shorties learn to pack Rome They catch you slipping, you could get hit To the back of your dome, the New York blocks are still scorching Word up, and it's the same down in Philly And the same up in Boston Down south and out west, some don't move without vests I feel a couple of rappers, but I doubt the rest Cause I can tell they don't know what they're in it for They know their whole steez is weak But won't even admit it or Don't wanna play the game by the rules So again, the blind leads the blind, the fool is led by the fools And picture me not setting it straight, uh That's like a fat kid at a cookout, not getting a plate So bring it on What the fuck is, know who's the best? Kamachi, mommy dude Bring it on if you think you can hang And if not, then let me do my thing uh. Hey yo, I'm humble and calm, but I still rumble and bomb Any fugazi lazy rapper, I crumble in my palm They play roles And they could never rock me I'm well protected, well connected And I rock Kamachi About to take ours back From the culture stealers Cause we'll never see power Unless we let our culture heal us The strongest people Call us the sole survivors So beware the burning sands And the molten lava Yo, the God known to control Every cycle and season It's my holy land Commercial ass disciples is leaving When I hit them with this Automatic rifle I'm breathing And send their souls Right back to the spiritual regions My show get a listener's A miracle evening Mary's womb is the spot That my voice was conceived in Now understand me and what you should believe in Don't care about my wrist long as my yeah. mental is squeezing <laughs> I'm a on if you think you can hang And if not, then let me do my thing And if not, and if not, and if not, then let me do my thing And if not, and if not, and if not, then let me do my thing
chill. What's that, son? Huh? Raw stack. Watch run. Seven the center of your eight point sun. Hold tight, grip on the guard, you. Now you best be careful. Can't dodge two selfies. Ain't that your dome piece? Yo, Ray, it's been a long time, son, since we watched gun clash glaciers. Ran the roll and snatched paper. Return to the 36 chamber. Proceed with caution as you enter. We have an APB on an MC killer. Looks like the work of a master. Master. Yo, something in the street went bang, bang. Making it hard for you to do your thing, thing. Something in the street went bang, bang. Up in the floor, game, wild and money to grabs. I ain't fucking with crabs. Out of state, cop two labs, hop two cabs. Back on the ab, stab you with the vocab. Catching at the big dough we have. Trying to re up, keep my feet up. Snake in the cut, hold the pride up. Time is up, no luck. He starts the bust. Can't trust, dealing with lust. Seen him at the ball games with James. Something in the street went bang bang. Making it hard for you to do your thing thing. Something in the street went bang bang. Making it hard for you to do your thing thing. Something in the hole went. The box cutter went. Something in the hole went. The box cutter went. These are the bones, bones from the grave of Houdini. Rhymes only noodles, sprinkled on your hembry Climb like the deficit, profits, death threats to Israel Slid through Bethlehem, bong on one wheel Syringes, rubber bands, needles, the 60s Granddaddy caddy was coughing six D's Bigash all that, Oscars jumpers Pink champagne, brown paper bags, roll the wall bumpers These in the camera guys, cause tearing your eyes Sweat on the hammer fly, ways of the samurai Newsflash bulletin, guards on the prowl We full again, rough men scuff Tim's Sonic, bionic lens, Rizzo console Is it Bush or the Dole? Front row of the Super Bowl Black gold in my soul, on a whole stroll Don't go boy, you on parole, you don't know Someone in the back Win, clack, clack, money is stacked, now bust your gun, clack, clack. Someone in the back went, clack, clack, money is stacked, now bust your gun, clack, clack. Made them throw their hands up and then lay flat. Wet pack, eat up the average alley cat. Prepare for the impact when we come back. Known the drop backs that crack your hard hat. Must I show and prove, trust I, bust I, make your head spin like chrome 20s on the buggy I bends. Who contends? Woo like the super friends. Who's your rhyming hero? Wu Tang rules again. Someone in the back went, clack, clack. Money is stacked, now bust your gun, clack, clack. Someone in the back went, clack, clack. Money is stacked, now bust your gun, clack, clack. Yo, something in the street went, bang, bang. Making it hard for you to do your thing, thing. Something in the street went, bang, bang. Something in the hole went. The box cutter went. Something in the hole went. The box cutter went. Something in the slum would rump, pump, pump. Something in the slum would rump, pump, pump. Go get, go get, 
Give me the package deal. 
sharp man like me to fill up a good water bed. I'm only 67. I still got a lot more time to find the right one. And you do need to find the right one. She moved forward like proceed. Keep heads up like nosebleed. A piece of the east or the north, but she off from the chain, so she cover all globally. Never to touch faith, so unholy. Bullets found a target, a gun know me. A past life begs for my memory. A fan of a large, and I'm a member C. I give in to it like bad food. Sucker for love, yeah, I'm that dude. But when she's on the wood, she give good oral. When I'm not with her, I get withdrawal. Lord, I'm half a man without a one accord. She claimed a man for man, she's the one adore. I met with this night, so she leave you flawed. Like a nice snake on third round. She like a snake in a bird tail. I'm addicted by design, a fiend. If she ever try to cut me from a team, Don't turn your back when she's on that track. Watch out for that train wreck. I wanna grind on that coffee bean. A couple of cups of that Joe is a bad pep. She'll be swinging on chandeliers. Baby got that skin that can handle years. Mm. And I want my if she fucks us. Her mouth game is like rap a lot. Her Facebook say she aim at this rap a lot. Online surfing for them beach boys. To bring the sand under her feet, boys. She my rock bottom like last office. Wouldn't write me off like the last offer. Even though she a bomb scare, I'm standing right here. I'm right here. Don't turn your back when she's on that track. Watch out for that train wreck. Cause when she comes, you better watch your back. Watch out, she's a train wreck. Don't turn your back when she's on that track. Damn it. Mentioned in this 
wrecking Hopefully this serves as motivation The never saying die kind of cessation Put my stamp on it, the mic clamps on it Mama, I know, let me put a little damp on it Blade running through the day with fragility Stay running, make way for possibilities It's the capital Q, rapper will do But I wanted to, it's like taming a shrew uh, Living life with Shakespearean proportions Knowing better, I've experienced distortions And through the in and outs of life's revolving doors I'ma see that, still getting more Yeah, I'm coming in See my friends to the top floor. It seems it never ends. Heaven never ends. Yeah, it never ends. It be going on. It's phenomenal. Like a newborn or a Stevie song. It be going on. Do you feel it? 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 Stand drum go. My brother Shaka would have wanted me to say this to y'all. Don't lose sight, y'all, without giving the fight. fight. Yo, your spirit is draping me, never escaping me I'm happy that I had you in my grasp Let's go, 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 Okay, good back with your show.
understand the words I say When I want you near to me From that place deep in my heart You will see That I am never far away Anytime, any place When you reach out for my love I will be there Oh yes, I'll be here for you Baby, I'll be here for you When you're falling Is that alright?
think forever Get a glimpse of what I'm dreaming of Golden hearts will live forever Never see heaven through me Heaven through me Ever since my heart been opened up It's like I'm truly living Forever's just not long enough I dream of us never ending The nappy grand is in the building.
tell your mammy about that Your granny, damn it
Still I'm blind As long as I can hear you smiling, baby 